Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Hi, everyone, and we are back. And now we're going to talk more about success, but we're going to talk about it from the aspect of work-life balance because you can be successful, but if you're stressed out, then your body's suffering, and then you're suffering in some way. My guest is Wendy Wollner. She's the founder and CEO of Balancing Life Issues, BLI. With over 25 years of experience, she has built and oversees a network of over 1,500 trainers who bring work-life balance programs to corporations, nonprofit organizations, employee assistance programs, and educational institutions. The trainers create curriculum for programs that focus on emotional intelligence, stress with humor and managing it, health and wellness. And Wendy developed her own five buckets principle uh, because it's the science of work-life balance, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Welcome, Wendy. Thank you. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, it's fun. Okay, so first of all, tell us about, I want to know about the work-life balance, but how did you design this incredible company that you have that has trainers all over the country that are developing these programs? How did that start? So, you know, like anything else, or so many of us know, it's a moment in time where you're going through something. And so uh, I have a master's in industrial psychology from University of Pennsylvania, um, and I was actually... um, going into human resources, and long story short, my grandmother fell, and my then boss 30 years ago said, you have to pick whether you want to focus on your family or your work, and I thought, Mm. that's insane, Um, and so I made a right turn, went into uh, counseling, I wrote my my, uh, master's thesis on work-life balance, which doesn't sound as funny as it did 30 years ago, they were laughing at me, and now actually Mm -hmm. it's a Wharton degree, so... Yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's been quite a change, right, Patricia? You were ahead of your time. So was I. It's yeah, a very different. When you're, in, <laughs> yeah, when you're a pioneer, it's a, it's a difficult. But, but look at what you've built. And now so many people are struggling for work-life balance, Wendy. Well, I, 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 you know, my, my real passion is I don't know why anybody would be expected to be good at something that we're not trained in. So, you know, in other countries, because we actually went global that two years ago, you know, this is a class. Our, our children are taught work-life balance from an early age. Mm. And so, it, you know, we, we're at a disadvantage because K through 12th grade, we don't take classes on the science of work-life balance. We don't really understand how complicated it is. And we don't even agree in this country, like my premise is, we can have it all. But there's sacrifice, mm-hmm. there's compromise, there's tough decisions that have to be made. And they go on every day, right? Like day one, I'm this major awesome mom. And day two, not so much so. And that's mm-hmm. just life, the roller coaster. Right. Right. So in this work-life balance, I know you talk in your program about there's the family and friends piece, there's the work piece. What should you look at in terms of family and friends in the personal side? So I think one thing that's important to know, excuse me, is that we're, we're mammals. We are wired to need people. Um, right. And so, you know, an example, right, is we have another class on loneliness. I mean, we remember when the Fishers, the mother and daughter, died apart, a day apart, or even the Bushes recently who uh, also died very close together because mm-hmm. we know that's real. So really having good, supportive people in your life, not Facebook friends. We're not talking about your 1,100, you know, I... 
I'm yeah. going to show off social media, friends. Um, we're talking about serious connection. We are yeah. wired to need people. And what about now? That's one thing. But what about the time you spend with them? That's another thing. Well, you know, it's interesting because I, I'm always so excited when a major publication picks up any of uh, of things that we talk about. But last year, the Wall Street Journal did an interesting article about there's really no value in chit-chat, right? So your meaningful, mindful time when you are with your friends, you don't talk about the weather unless it's some extreme. We recently had some pretty extreme weather. Mm-hmm. But in general, make these conversations work. Talk about things mm-hmm. like happiness. Talk about really meaningful living. Like, what does love mean? And what are you looking for? And what is happening? this mean. And so it's really not about how much time you spend with someone. I mean, there's no better connection in the world than that awesome communication. And really, truly understanding that is so critical. What do you say to people who don't have such great family relationships and they're stressful? What do you say to people there, Wendy? You know, you you can't get rid of your family, nor would I ever suggest that. And I, I certainly do believe in doing your very best to make that relationship work. But when you need to walk away, you need to walk away. And that what's great about the um, what's so amazing about what I what we do for a living is we get do overs. And so it's really not about who what the relationship is. It's about the relationship. So some people are closer with a friend than they are a sister, and some people mm-hmm. are closer with their you know their uncle than they are with a brother. And so I don't think the role should make any difference. I don't, I, I, that's not the critical aspect of it. I mean, we teach a class about, you know, if, if, you, if your parent dies and you weren't close to them, that's a whole different grieving process than someone mm-hmm. who is inseparable. Yeah, yeah. And also the quality of the relationship. That's what's important, right? Whether they're your sister or your brother or a friend, it's the quality. It's exactly right. It's always the quality, and it's always what you're doing to make it work. You know, I mean, we really, truly get do-overs every day. So just because a relationship didn't work yesterday doesn't mean that you can't have a new relationship tomorrow. What about work? What about, you know, Mm -hmm. balancing that in terms of relationships at work and doing your best at work and improving your work life? Talk about that. You know, yeah, I think what's um, such a great question, Patricia. I think one thing that's important to understand is, you know, we've all heard these cliches about, you know, you spend more time at your job, and which is all true, by the way. But ultimately, you know, we want to love our job. And we want to do our, our, our very, very, very best and then even better, um, not for anybody else but for our own internal validation, right? We did our very best. And so I'll give you a specific example. I never, ever, ever go into my office ever until I can say 10 things I love about my job. And there's some days wow. super easy. Couldn't crank it out. There are other days, man, I'm sitting in my car going, mm, what are they again? But my <laughs> job is to bring my A game on. And so yeah. my, internal, my internal driver has to be, what do I love about this place I'm at? And what do you say to people who say to you, well, Wendy, I've got a great home life. I really don't love work, but I need the money, but I'm not happy. What do you say? You know, I never want to pass judgment on somebody's lifestyle choices. What I would say is that's um, sad. And it's no different than people who come to me and say, I can't help it. I'm 50 pounds overweight and there's nothing I can do. I can't run a mile. There's nothing I can do. I can't have a better relationship with my teenager. There's nothing I can do. I don't care whatever the, the situation is. From the age of 5 to 90, and, and I do believe at 90, there's a different 
um, brain process that goes on. You have an ability to make a change. You know, there are all these great motivational stories, right? Grandma Moses didn't start painting until she was in her 80s and then painted like 1,800 paintings. And so it's really your, your motivator. Um, yeah. I happen to be a very highly motivated person, some by desperation, some by tenacity, some by commitment, some by probably stupidity. But somebody who's actually saying what you just said, what I would challenge them to say is what happened to you that you became so complacent? Where did you lose your spark and your fire to say this is good enough? And how sad is that? Or find a way, as you said. Be motivated yeah. to find a way, even though it's going yeah. to be tough. Yeah. yeah. You know, what do you say to, what do you say to have... people about transitioning from work to home? And from home to work. Uh, yeah. So, you know, look, it all depends on what's going on. So, you know, I, I'm a huge fan, not because I love it, but because I know how good it is for me. So I run every morning. You know, you would not really call what I do running, but it's kind of running. I have a great app. I'm always going a little bit different. You know, we, we the American Medical Association, is, well, you know, it's said, you know, we should all be able to really truly run at least a mile or walk a 5K or push ourselves. So I think you really have to make a commitment to getting up in the morning and and moving your body. And the way home, you know, when my kids were little, I happened to be a single mom, I would come home and then they would line up outside the bathroom and I would take a bubble bath, a scented lavender bubble bath. And sometimes it was three minutes long. And if they whined and complained, I stayed in there longer. For me to be the best mom, I'm pretty selfish. I know that I need to transition from work to home. You know, it's always tempting to grab a glass of wine, and don't get me wrong, I'm certainly guilty of doing that from time to time, or, you know, grab something to eat that, that gets our, our going. But clearly, we're looking for healthy habits. So insert a healthy habit that brings your best game to work, and then insert another really healthy habit that gets you to the best place when you walk in the door with your significant other, with your children, with your dogs, huge fan of pet therapy, by the way. I think, you know, mm. people that have pets in their life um, really know that idea of unconditional love. So I think what you're saying is find, find a way. You know, if you're not happy with your job, then either find the right person to talk to or start looking for another job. But just don't, yep. don't stay in the same place. Make some movement. Yep. That's exactly right. Yeah. Take it up. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure, I mean, as a business owner, and you have many trainers all over the world, so you have lots of things that come up, you know, with missed appointments or misunderstandings, and you have to, you know, you have to be able to handle that. That's not easy, Wendy. You know, I think that's an interesting concept that you just said, and because I do run a global um, business, I have a perspective. That's a, that. That's a really you know uh, you know easy and hard has become a really popular topic, right? So most things easy are not worthwhile and not gratifying. Um, so once you buy into and you understand how challenging and difficult and hard life is. Work-life balance becomes much, much more obtainable because you're starting mm-hmm. to understand that it's, it's climbing a mountain, it's, yep. and then it's getting yep. to the other side and it's climbing another mountain. Yeah. So yep. I, I don't know anything in life that really, truly brings you great joy that is truly easy. Hmm. 
Yeah, that's interesting what you just said about climbing the mountain, you know, each and, and realizing you have to do that. But also realizing that when you said something about that the work-life balance becomes more important. And I know as it gets harder, when I have more challenges, I look for those things that bring me the balance. Whether it's the swimming, as you said, or the walking, or, you know, the hot bubble bath, that becomes more important to give me the balance. Yeah. And you've had it, so, you know, that's critically important. So that when you do have that bad day at work, you're like, all right, that's all right. I've got this to go to. Or when you had that really hard day in the morning with the kids or the spouse, you have another place to go to. And so there's always a different lens to say, you know what, yeah, this is all about having different, different we call it buckets. And, and by the way, an equally important bucket is really being part of a community. You know, yes. really taking the time to show that you care and you can call it spirituality. I don't care what you call right. that bucket, but it means you're a really good person. And that's really hard to do. All right. Hold on. We're going to talk about that when we come back. In the second half of the interview, we're going to talk about giving back. We're going to talk about finances. We're going to talk about health in these five buckets of work-life balance with Wendy Wollner, who's the founder and CEO of Balancing Life Issues. And she has 1,500 trainers bringing work-life balance to programs all over the world. You're listening to The Patricia Raskin Show right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Have you ever experienced the joy of living? Not just aspects of your life, but the true joy of life itself. Barry Shore has. You could call him an ambassador of joy. From a successful entrepreneur to becoming a quadriplegic due to a rare disease to his ongoing recovery through swimming and physical rehabilitation. Barry now presents his gifts to others as host of The Joy of Living. All you need to do is tune in. Listen live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you ready for a disaster? If you are like many people in the world, that answer may sadly be no. Disasters happen unexpectedly to people just like you every day. Tune into Preparing for the Unexpected with business continuity and disaster planning expert Alex Fullick. The show will not only help you better prepare for a disaster itself, but also to prepare you, your place of employment, and community for the aftermath emotionally, financially, and with a better level of awareness and a stronger feeling of resiliency. Tune in Thursdays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you or someone you know interested in attending college? With both college tuition and college enrollment up 60% since 2002, there is a lot of competition, and careful planning needs to be a part of the process. Tune in to Getting In, a College Coach Conversation, hosted by Elizabeth Heaton and featuring a team of college coach experts. We'll bring you the tips, techniques, and know-how to navigate the road to college and do so the smart way. Listen live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You 
You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone, and we are back, and we are continuing to talk with Wendy Wollner about work-life balance through the Five Buckets Principle. Wendy Wollner is the founder and CEO of Balancing Life Issues. She has 25 years of experience, and she's built and oversees a network of over 1,500 trainers that bring work-life balance programs all over the world to companies, organizations, institutions, and they talk about health and wellness and emotional intelligence and managing stress, and it's, it's a wonderful program that helps thousands of people. Welcome back, Wendy. Thank okay. you. Okay. All right. So let's talk about, we talked so far, we talked about work, family and friends and work in terms of balance. What about community and giving back, which you started talking about? Yeah, so what's important to understand about these buckets and that what we're talking about is this is not something you do once in a while. So this is a to-do list every day. So every day you're checking in with your family and friends. Every day you're bringing your A-game to work. And every day you're the nicest, sweetest, kindest person at Dunkin' Donuts. And so, you know, my one example of how I learned this um, was my father. My father was a major mentor in my life. He was everything. Um, and when he passed away, there were literally hundreds of people at his funeral, including many community members, the bank teller, his dry cleaner, his car salesman. And it really hit me that my father was a loyal community member, and, and it changed my life. You know, I know my Dunkin' Donuts person. I know my dry cleaner now. And so it's really a matter of not saying, like, I used to, I'm too busy. I'm a single mom. I can't handle it. It's really, I'm going to care about everybody, from the receptionist to a nurse to a doctor and then fill in the blank. And for some people, it may mean going, you know, uh, religious and, and being spiritual. And for others, it's, it's just simply being a good person and letting somebody go in front of you online. Yeah. And, and even sometimes people who are just, as you said, behind the counter, becoming your friend or when you walk in there or they're good to you and kind to you, that means a lot. Yep. Absolutely. And, you know, it is that focus on mindfulness in terms of nobody is too busy to be nice and kind. And there's really, you know, in all of our craziness, we forget that, that it's about building relationships with everybody. And, and you know, the world is small and, and you're doing it for the right reason. But, of course, it, you know, it never, it never hurts uh, to be that extra space of kindness could come back and really help you. Yeah, absolutely. What about finances? Now, you know, when you're an entrepreneur, sometimes that can be hard. Sometimes it can go up and down. Sometimes you're really worried. Talk about that. Yeah, and I I think it's hard. You know, we're uh, seeing some clients right now that are going through major reorgs and layoffs. And so, you know, it's hard when you work for a Fortune 10. It's hard when you're an entrepreneur. And so I think one of the things that becomes important is to really live well below your means. Um, so that you do always have that money in the bank. I mean, I use an example of I had two clients that went through a hurricane, um, two families. Fam- both lost their everything. But Family A had a nice nest egg. Don't get me wrong, it's devastating for both families, but the family that has their nest egg is definitely better able to cope. And so, you know, I wake up in the morning and I get my text alerts and my credit card. My children have been balancing my checkbook since they're 10 years old. They mm-hmm. fully understand frugality. They understand that 
we need to live in a world that we have to have some money left. And I say that, that, I mean, I was working four jobs making, you know, a very little amount of money and had no credit score and said, I need to take control. And so for some of us, it's admitting that we have a, you know, a coffee habit or we have a, you know, run into a store habit. And that's what it means to change, to really take control of your finances. Get your credit score up into the high 700s so that you always have access to money. What about health? Yeah, so, you know, this has always been a challenge for me. I've been uh, very heavy in my life, and, you know, so I truly have tremendous empathy. Um, I'm going to quote here the National Weight Loss Registry. It's probably the most successful study ever done that said, you really need to weigh yourself every day, you need to write down everything you eat, and you need to exercise. And it is that simple. And I have to say that, you know, getting on a scale is very emotional to me. I have a lot of baggage about, you know, watching what I weigh. Uh, but understanding that, um, even recently when I had a birthday, I gained, I gained like five pounds from one year to the next. And the doctor was giving me a hard time. And I was like, come on, give me a break. And he said, no, I want you to think about that. I want you to go to the deli and ask for five pounds of turkey and not eat it and carry it around all day. And you realize mm. that's just five pounds. That's just five pounds. Mm-hmm. You know, people are joking about the Super Bowl and New Year's Eve and how much we gain. And so I'm really mindful that every pound makes a difference to your energy. We need a lot of energy to have work-life balance. So what are the ingredients for the five buckets? I mean, we've talked about all of them. We've talked about health mm-hmm. and money and community and, and work and personal life. So just sort of in a, in a capsule, uh, you call it the five-five-five plan. Yeah, so really asking yourself, will this matter in five weeks? Will it matter in five months? Will it matter in five years? So making those mindful decisions that said, I am doing the right thing right now. This is working for me for five weeks, for five months, for five years. And knowing that sometimes your family's going to come first, sometimes work is going to come first, sometimes fill in the blank, right? So what works about it is that this is a marathon. You're going to have good and bad days. We all know that. But what, I'm, what is amazing is, first of all, you don't have to write a whole day off. Maybe you had a bad one hour. Get right back on and keep going. Try harder than you ever thought you could and stop wasting time. We get 168 hours a week. You've got more than enough time to do everything. Yeah, and also you talk. There's another thing you talk about in here, which is happiness and humor, laughing more, enjoying more. There's very little that we need to take seriously. So I have a personal mantra, um, and I've taught this very seriously to my my kids. Are all grown now? They're 26, 27, 30. Actually, my 30 is just graduating medical school. But I've taught them if money can fix the problem, it's not really a problem. So first of all, be very, very careful about what you are, are stressing or complaining or whining about. And the second thing is you always have a choice to see the humor of it. Right? Charlie Chaplin, oh, my gosh, 100 years ago said, take the pain and play with it. You know, really, mm. truly laughing at yourself and your situations and your entire outlook, it's amazing. Right after September 11th, the world was feeling so depressed when we went to watch My Big Fat Greek Wedding because it was just a mental break. Mm-hmm. We just needed to watch something fun. And so I'm so careful. I run to the most uplifting music you can imagine. I watch movies that make me feel not good, great. So make the decision to say I can have... I can look at this in, in, in one way or another way. 
even when my father was dying to go back to him for a minute, we would watch Laughing Baby videos on YouTube. I mean, it is just hilarious to watch those videos. So if you're in the worst mood ever, I really strongly encourage you just Google Laughing Baby videos and you'll start cracking up. (laughs) All right. What would you like to leave our listeners with? What would be your closing thoughts about work-life balance? That you can have it all. That no matter what the media says or whatever you're reading, that you may not be every second of every minute of every day, but you should never compromise on your dreams to think you just can't have it all. Dream Mm -hmm. higher and harder and, and more passionately, and I truly believe you will have it all. That's exciting, Wendy. How can people find Balancing Life Issues if they want to know more about the programs that your trainers teach and that you teach as well? Sure. You can go to our new website. It's just we we, uh, designed www.balancinglifeissues.com. We are in 20 different countries um, as well as all over America. So, uh, yeah, come check us out. We'd love to um, to, to, uh, hear from you. Thanks so much for being on the program. It was was great. Thank you. It was great. Yeah, yeah. Stay on the line for a second. All right. All right, folks, that wraps up this edition of the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. You can write to me, Patricia, at PatriciaRaskin.com, and I'll put you on my newsletter list so you can see all the great guests that come on the show, or Facebook, uh, Patricia Raskin, Raskin Resources. Until next time, have a great week. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.